Hello, and welcome to Impact the Borough, a podcast from the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. I'm Brent Christensen, the president and CEO of the Chamber. Each week, we'll highlight what we're doing to start and grow businesses, create quality jobs, and develop our workforce. We'll also check in with our community partners to share inspiring stories and important information from across our community. This podcast is brought to you by TrueLiant Federal Credit Union, a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, TrueLiant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit TrueLiant.org for more information. So thank you, Brent. I'm Luann Flanders-Steck, Executive Vice President of Entrepreneurship for Launch Greensboro, the entrepreneurship initiative of the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. Here at Launch Greensboro, we accelerate growth for entrepreneurs starting and growing businesses in the Greensboro triad area by providing education, mentoring, and access to capital. We do this through a variety of programs with experts and volunteers throughout the year. And today I'm thrilled to have three of those expert volunteers here with me to share their experiences in our Launch Lab programming. So welcome Sean Straub, Jeff Cross, <coughs> Bruce Maxwell. Welcome, and please introduce yourselves in a little bit more detail. Sean, let's start with you. Hi, uh, my name is Sean Straub and I am the owner of Alt HR Partners. We founded Alt-HR Partners as an alternative to in-house human resources, as well as the support to in-house human resources. After 20 years in corporate human resources, I decided to start my own business so that way I could help companies do HR the right way. Fabulous, thank you. Jeff. Um, hello, <clears throat> excuse me, good morning. I'm Jeff Crosby. Um, the name of my company is simply Jeff Crosby because um, I am a branding expert and I, a part of my brand is to give my clients the true authentic version of me, which is um, a relationship. So <clears throat> I build a relationship with the client and then I work on their brand to um, help better bring out the flavor that is them since I now know them. Um, and yeah, just helping out with the brand and, and bringing the authentic brand out of everybody. Great. Thank you, Jeff. And Bruce. Bruce Maxwell here. I am a serial entrepreneur who hasn't hit a 12-step program yet. Um, I've done a bunch of my own startups, but I also help other startups raise um, angel or venture capital. Thank you. Well, as you all can hear, Launch Greensboro, we work with entrepreneurs, but we also have entrepreneurs that are volunteers, which is amazing. It's such a great ad for the companies that we work with. So I'm going to provide a little more context to our conversation today. As I said earlier, Launch Greensboro supports the growth of entrepreneurs and their businesses through programmatic offerings, including Launch Camps, which is coming up in five weeks, and our Launch Lab Accelerator programs. Our Launch Lab Accelerator programs are the focus of this podcast today and with these volunteers. So our Launch Lab 101 takes companies through a five-week crash course on how to open the doors of of their business, from branding, which Jeff covers, to legal and bookkeeping. And our Launch Lab Growth Program is a 14-week program providing education from experts on topics related to marketing, social media, storytelling, and many aspects 
aspects of operational expertise like Sean and Bruce provide. So each of these folks today lead one of these sessions, Jeff in our 101 series and in our growth series, Sean and Bruce. So thank you all again for joining me. Let's start a conversation, okay? So each of you have been providing expertise to the companies in our Launch Lab programs for at least three or four program cohorts. I think Bruce is a little longer. Um, but why did you agree to take your personal time to lead these sessions? And really, what was your motivation to even start helping Launch Lab? I want to take a crack at that. Do it. Do it, Bruce. Um, so the concept of pay it forward is very real to me. And over the course of my career, I have received a lot of incredibly helpful advice from other people. And the chance to pay it forward to help the next person in the chain. Entrepreneurship is such an emotional journey and it's a very risky journey. And so I have a lot at stake when I'm an entrepreneur. And so the help that I'm receiving is not just uh, you know, appreciated in the commercial world, but it is personally appreciated because it reduces my personal risk. Anytime that I can help an entrepreneur have that sense in their heart, oh, wow, that advice just took a load off my mind. I'm helping a young person on their step forward um, and paying back that older person who helped me. Bruce, that's great. Um, Sean, Jeff, who wants to take it? Uh, I'll, I'll jump in because mine is sort of similar to Bruce. <laughs> um, so at the very beginning of my career, I have a master's degree in psychology, and it was my intent to be a therapist. And after six months of that, I decided that was a really poor life choice. <laughs> Um, so I happened to be working for a really large company at the time. They had a mentorship program and they connected me with their head of human resources. Uh, that was not, I had never thought of doing human resources as a career, but after working with her for six months, um, it changed my life and it changed my career path. And I would not be where I am today if it wasn't for that. And I value that mentorship so much that I continue to give back at any chance that I can, whether it's here, whether it's with Campus Greensboro, anytime someone will let me help them, um, I will step up. Um, and the other part of that, and this also sort of goes with Bruce, is I believe that there are a lot of people with really great ideas out there. Um, a lot of small businesses fail because people get frustrated um, and they don't know how to move forward. Human resources is incredibly complicated. <laughs> Um, and people don't realize that people don't know what the laws are, even if they're just hiring one person. Uh, and if I can in any way help ensure that people's ideas get out into the community, I think that we're all better for it. I think that the more ideas that we can have and the more points of view that we can have as a community, the better off we'll be as, as a society. Thank you, Sean. Jeff, anything to add to that? I guess my story is similar, uh, except for the beginning. It didn't start out when, when I first was approached about doing the one-on-one -on -one sessions. Um, my motivation was selfish. I, I needed new clients and I said, hey, here's a room full of entrepreneurs. Let me go get them. But once I got into it, um, I did not get gain new clients. I gained friends and I gained um, that same sense of being able to help someone, you know. Um, 
my mentor actually turned 79 today and he's helped me out so much and he didn't have to take his time to help me out. So I feel the same need, as he said, to pay it forward and to help out as many as I can. And I love to see businesses dressed well. And that's what I feel like branding is. So I want to teach as much as I can as to as many as I can about getting their businesses dressed better for success. I love the dressed better for success, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As the three of you know, and I want our audience to know, we spend so much time with our Launch Lab cohort participants defining their customer and honing their pitch to their potential customers, including how to reach that customer once they're defined. So Jeff, as I mentioned earlier, you support our 101 series, which is often a cohort of companies that are still defining who their customer really is and what they need to quote unquote say to them, how they need to reach them. You've done a great job with your branding session. So how did you build that session to lead and make certain your insights into branding and messaging resonate with companies even at that early stage? They may not quite yet understand who their customer is. They may not have a good story yet. How do you help them understand what it means to build a good brand? I come in with uh, the thought of building relationships all the time. So I, I chose to do the same thing with these sessions. And so my whole presentation is about being transparent. So my presentation is about my brand um, and me showcasing the things that not only have I done to build my brand up, but the things that I've done to build others' brands up. So it's fully transparent and I feel like it's giving them a real real life situations. It's giving them real time situations and showing them how to build, be able to build their brand. And um, as far as my presentation, that's that's what it's all about. It's just showing the steps that I took and showing the steps that I've taken to help others build their brands. So yeah, that's my presentation. Right, and how have you tweaked that in any way, shape or form based on your last couple of cohort presentations? questions. Um, the questions that they give me, I make sure that I understand what it is that they're looking for so that the next time I'm more proactive. And that way I can go ahead and put those questions in there and answer those questions ahead of time before they ask those questions. And then they'll have a whole new set of questions and then I'll yep. add those for the next group. Always. There's always a thousand questions. Always. Creative questions. Um, so Jeff, I want to just tell you right now that the cohort companies really, really lead your session with knowledge and insights on how to build their logo and planning for the website and branding. So thank you from the bottom of my heart, working with these very early stage companies can be very interesting to say the least. Um, thank you. Yeah. So Bruce and Sean, you both support our growth companies, both actually as mentors, as well as experts. Um, but we're going to focus on your expert sessions now. So let's start with Sean this time. How do you approach your topic with the companies? And these companies, growth companies normally have some revenue. It's usually still a single entrepreneur running the business. So they don't really have HR issues yet. But how do you approach your sessions? Um. Well, I'm, I'm going to answer the other question that you uh, asked Jeff, uh, as a preemptive. So uh, when I 
I think I've done it four or five times now. And the, the presentation that I actually give is about nine hours long. <laughs> and okay, I mean, she gets through it anyway. Well, I don't get through it. That's the, like, I smush it down as much as possible. But when I very, very first started, you know, it's like a 200 slide deck for me to present with all different types of, um, you know, interactive things that they can do. And what I've learned over doing this several times is what's really important to those entrepreneurs as they're starting off. Um, and you do, I do talk a little bit about hiring your first employee because there are a lot of things that go into that. But one of the things that I really try to focus on is building company culture from the beginning. So that way, everybody that they bring on board or associate with their company becomes a cultural ambassador for them. And the importance of that as they grow. And so we talk about that a lot. I definitely focus on some employment laws that I think are really important for every business owner or manager to be aware of, regardless of how many employees that they have. Um, and then I try to give them some tools that they can take away. So that way, as they do start to grow their business, maybe in the back of their mind, those little nuggets can stay there. Um, so that way, when they do go to hire like that first person, they, they have some general knowledge of that. And then they have some general knowledge of just how to manage, whether that is managing an actual employee or managing a contractor that you're working with, but really how to have some difficult conversations so that way you get what you need. That's great. And, and yes, it truly is. Um, it resonates with what they need again. And yes, she starts her presentation. This is nine hours worth of information. Their <laughs> eyes get really big. It's great. It's great fun to watch. <laughs> it's great fun to watch. So Bruce, um, you and I live in the same finance world and you lead the finance sessions. Let's talk about how you approach it. And um, I'll tell the, our audience that we tag team a lot and it almost becomes um, slapstick. But go, you speak. <laughs> I love our tag team. And one of the things that I like is that two points always make a line. So when you and I are working the audience together, right, they're going okay, so you know, maybe these things really do make sense and they're important. Um, but <clears throat> the thing that motivates me and therefore drives how I present is the understanding that for most entrepreneurs, the process of finding, approaching, pitching and closing investors is right up there with <clears throat> appendectomies and root canals, right? So, I mean, they just... Um, it's, it's a very mysterious process and a very scary process. And my ultimate objective is something that I never state, but it is to not just demystify the process, but to make it seem less scary so that it is not so psychologically difficult to go do it. Um, and part of that is making sure that they understand where the other party is coming from, because if they have some kind of framework or context for what the other party is looking for and how they are evaluating you, um, then, I, then I, as you, um, is not quite so worried that I'm walking into the lion's den and I don't know how this game is played. So um, my approach is very much to look at all the mistakes 
that entrepreneurs make when they get in front of investors and explain to them why that is a mistake and what the right thing to do is in that situation with the hope, not that they walk out knowing how to go raise venture capital because that's a much longer road, but that they at least walk out of that brief session with an idea, okay, this isn't so bad. Because it is, it is a, um, I had a conversation with someone this morning and they're like, I don't know what all of this means. I don't, and they need half a million bucks and they don't know what all of this means. And he said, who can I ask for help? And I went, oh, well, there's a short list. (laughs) I can share that with you if you'd like. So there's there's another very interesting point there, Luann, which is some of us, and and I'm a six-year-old white male, you know, grew up with this stuff around the dinner table. There are a lot of entrepreneurs today who come from family backgrounds where this area of finance was never discussed. And and to get circle back to motivation, one of my motivations is to help people for whom this world is completely alien, be entrepreneurs, but get a leg up on all those people of privilege who understand instinctively what it's like to walk into a person of privilege because most investors are extremely privileged individuals. And so they're scary if you haven't been in that world. Great, great point. Thanks for adding that. So Sean, it's really cool because you already, you also participated in our Launch Lab Growth Program and you're now giving back to the entrepreneurs in our community. You shared a little bit about it earlier, but why do you do this? And and what's, what's truly your motivation for coming back to support these companies? Um, So when I first started my business, I felt very, very lost. Um, Sort of like I was swimming and I couldn't find anything to hold on to. And I went uh, and got some advice from a couple of people. And it wasn't until I went through the Launch Lab program and really connected with you that I felt like I had solid footing. And not only did you support me as I was going through the program and I gained so much knowledge and was able to really refine what I wanted my business to be, but I also used the co-working space afterwards and you became my cheerleading section for the first few clients that I was able to sign. Um, what The first real contract I signed, I brought cake in and you guys had cake with me and celebrated with me. And you became sort of like my extended family. And that was so meaningful and so important to me that you know I, I would do anything for you guys, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> like, I, I am so thankful for all this you know, not just knowledge, but the support that you gave me, um, you know, as I was starting to grow my business, that I, I really, you know, it's a pleasure for me to be able to give back to you and for me to take the time to be able to help other entrepreneurs. So that way you can continue to support them. Like I want to see this program thrive. And if I can be a small part of helping it thrive, then I will continue to do it always. Well, thank you, Sean. And I, I have to tell you, I told that story of cake the other day to someone as part of the discussion I was having with them um, because I was telling them, I said, when you get this project done, let's celebrate because it's Brat Bruce back to the numbers. She didn't want to have to deal with the numbers and she hasn't been dealing with them for too long. And I said, let's celebrate. And so I told her the story. I said, you know, I, the, one of my favorite memories is 
she had, y'all, Sean, you told us when you come in with cake, it means I signed my first client. And I looked up from my desk and Sean had cake mm-hmm. and we did. And yeah. so that's, it's a fabulous, fabulous. I'm so glad you brought that up. So glad you brought that up. So, okay. So I, Sean's told a story about how we supported her, but I want you all to tell some stories about some of the companies that you've um, met through the program and, and share a quick blurb about any of the participants that even if virtual, and that's how we've been doing our programs the last year and a half, now maybe two, um, is any of those companies that really had that aha moment while you were speaking, and I can think of a couple for each of you, so if you don't have any examples, let me know, um, or a time when you knew that what you said helped that what we lovingly call pothole avoidance for one of those companies that they didn't even realize was right in front of them. So, Sean, you want to start? Sure. Um, I don't know if I have a very specific company, but I can tell you what it is that I say that makes people's eyes sort of bug out and realize like, oh, this is the problem. (laughs) Um, When I talk about the Fair Labor Standards Act and I talk about when someone should be a 1099 employee versus when they should be the W-4 employee um, and that you should be paying them with payroll taxes and all the other things as opposed to paying them as this contractor that you might think that they are. And every single time I teach it, there's at least one company who this is just an aha moment for them that they realize, oops, I've definitely been doing this wrong and we need to make some changes here and bring these people on as real employees as opposed to 1099 employees. And, and that was exactly the, uh, even in the last cohort, there was one company that they're like, but wait, they're contractors. And, and literally the whole cohort said, no, they're not. They're, they all heard it at the same time. It was, it was fabulous. It's fabulous. Jeff, can you think of a story? Um, I think it's, it's me teaching the, and process when it comes to building your avatars for um, your logos and your your branding profiles and understanding that your logo, your website and your brands are more for, not only for you, you have to enjoy your logo, but it's basically built for your target audience. And you have to find that balance in between. Like I said, when you're dressing yourself, yes, you can put on all the beautiful clothes that you feel are make you beautiful but if you go out and nobody wants to dance with you then at some point you got to say maybe I should dress a little different you know so um I think I had one um one uh lady from the class who came to me and she asked about her logo and I explained to her that it looks like something that you like but it does it look it doesn't necessarily look like it's going to attract your target audience, the people that you're hoping to attract. And so she went back to the drawing board and she started over and she kept coming back to me and asking me things over and over again about how does it look now and how can I change it? And I think right now she's at a good point. She's at a point where her logo has changed and I think that she's doing pretty well. (coughs) Client base and she's starting to bring in the money that she was hoping she could get from the start. Right, and Jeff, that's a great great way to approach that. I will tell you that after we just finished our 101 series last night and after your session, I had, 
I, I mean, 201, we had 20 in this group. Every one of them said, we want to make sure that we're being consistent in our branding. How do we know how to do that? Who can we call? What is there a checklist? So we went out and we found a checklist that would could work for them. And I sent them four and I said, okay, it's on you now. Figure it out. Call Jeff if you need any help. And they are headed in that path. So again, great aha moments for 20 people in one just this last session. So nice. thank great. you. Thank you. Bruce. So many stories come to mind, and I will be brief, but um, I never feel so close to God as when I'm in service. And so I carry uh, all these wonderful gems of moments from this program. And to any future mentors, if you've ever wondered about mentoring people who are stepping out on a plank to achieve their dreams, you will find this such a rewarding process. The more you give, the more you get. Um, Two, two people I would point to. One is Calvin Williams of Freeman Capital. And when I first started working with Calvin, he was so full of questions, great questions. He was constantly questioning and I was coaching and coaching and coaching. And I hit this sad moment in our relationship about two years in um, where he didn't need me anymore, where, where he said, I got this. And it was sad because I was so enjoying the relationship with him, but it's that moment that every parent faces where you have to let your child grow up and go out. And he said, I got this. And Calvin has been a capital raising machine and he is uh, probably in about 15 days going to close on $1.5 million. He did have it. He, he learned the things that I had to offer and he, he you know, flew away from the nest and is doing a wonderful job. Um, a, a very different story, <clears throat> Shafna Shamsuddin of Talaka Treats, um, she was so afraid of her numbers and really didn't, her, her business is something she does from love and it's really not about the numbers. The challenge is she can't do what she loves if the numbers don't work because she just doesn't have the resources to subsidize ice cream for the world. So, um, but there was just a moment where we went through her numbers where I could just see that she began to think of, okay, gross margin really matters here. And, and I get how that needs to cover overhead and the pieces fit together. So I could just see that light bulb go off. And so there was somebody with a dream and really an artist who at that point got, okay, I think I grasped the fundamentals of my business. That's great. And those are two great stories again. Um, you all, if you know me, if the audience knows me, they know I love my job. And it's obvious that our volunteers love what they do as well. And, and these are only three of many, many volunteers. Um, we can't do this work without you all. So um, you've shared so many words of wisdom for folks um, who might consider volunteering in the entrepreneurial space either with us or anyone else in our ecosystem. Is there anything else you want to add? Jeff, Sean, Bruce, thoughts? Just to piggyback off of what everyone has said throughout the entire the program is um, it's rewarding. It feels good to share. It feels good to share your knowledge and um, just give up as much as you can, you know, have fun with it. I would add this. Um, 
a lot of people who like to mentor end up enjoying the process enough that they mentor at more than one program. And so as a mentor, I would ask you to consider that if you do step up on that plank to go volunteer to mentor, you are going to run into other mentors who are people who are built to give, people who love to share, and they make great friends. And so I have enjoyed the mentor pool, the programs that I've worked with, as much as I have enjoyed the people who've gone through those programs, and some of them have become lifelong friends, including you, Luann. Thank you. Thanks, Bruce. And, and I will tell you that we're now playing um, with the concept of tag team mentors with folks that have two different skill sets. And that's really, really cool to watch from a programmatic standpoint. All right. So I've looked, I just want to give, again, I'm a contextual person. So I want to give a little more context to just these three volunteers. They have educated and supported at least, and it's probably more, 150 entrepreneurs and startups in our community alone, just the three of them. And I'm not double counting. So, uh, so thank you, Sean, Jeff, and Bruce. You have been instrumental in the success of those 150. And sometimes success means, holy cow, I can't do this. I got to think of something else to do. So we don't call those failures. We call those changes in attitude and needs. And so know that as our audience can hear, you guys are amazing volunteers and I really, really appreciate you. You've supported so many entrepreneurs in our community. We truly, I'm gonna say it again, couldn't do the work we do and support over 300 entrepreneurs a year without volunteers and experts just like you. Um, and speaking of, we're always looking, and Bruce said it a minute ago, so thank you for teeing this up. We're always looking for additional volunteers and experts. You can lead a launch and learn session. You can build out an education session for our launch lab programming, or you can mentor the great entrepreneurs that we work with. So if you're interested in that, just give me an email at laflanders-deck at greensboro.org. You can find it on the launchgreensboro.com website. Um, so I'm going to do a quick commercial. If you watch any of our programs, you know that Luann loves to do commercials. Um, but as we close out, I just want to do a quick reminder. I mentioned it earlier. Our next open program offering is our launch camp, and that's the weekend of October 9th and 10th. We have two virtual launch and learns in September. They're all about digital marketing. Um, first, Falon Thomas on September 9th is going to talk about your website. And then Alicia Welford is going to teach about the digital platform and, and really how to lever email. So you can learn more about those programs at launchgreensboro.com. And please follow us on social media at LaunchGSO. So thank you again, Bruce, Sean, and Jeff for joining me and for all that you do to support Launch Greensboro, me, and yes, Bruce, my friend, and our entrepreneurial community. Um, hope everyone have a, has a great day and thank you again for joining us. This podcast is brought to you by Truliant Federal Credit Union, a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, Truliant makes it their business to help you grow yours.
Visit Truliant.org for more information. You can find all of our episodes on YouTube thanks to our video sponsor, North State. Make sure to subscribe so you'll get new episodes delivered to your device each week. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GSO Chamber. See you next time. Thank you.